Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 633, recorded live on Sunday, April 19th, 2020. And here are your hosts, the man who's having to deal with video conferencing on a daily basis, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who's now dealing with trying to find web cameras on a daily basis, Andy Lowe. Hi. So that other people can video conference? Yes. There... We had we had we had some layoffs uh, recently. Layoffs or furloughs? Uh, layoffs. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, they were uh, borderline, I think. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not privy to this, but they were discussed in the past. Mm-hmm. And then with the downturn in the radio economy right now. They were the the first ones on the chopping block. Yeah. Fewer people are buying ads. Yes, because businesses don't have any income. And it's kind of hard to go to a business that doesn't have any income and go, hey, are you willing to spend some money to advertise this business that currently isn't open? Yep. So, yep. yeah, (laughs) it's kind of like we have, um, you know, we're like, okay, Everybody basically just clamp down, hold tight, see if we can get through this. Right. And then, you know, once the business is reopened, then, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, keep going again. But yeah, it's a lot of future planning with not a lot of current stuff. So um, nope. we've had some layoffs. And so um, some of the markets have been needing to <clears throat> communicate with each other without, you know, traveling. Right. Because so, right now traveling is a bad idea. Yeah. So um, there were questions about, okay, you know, how do we do group meetings? And, you know, we're using Google Meet because we're a Google-based business. But um, some people don't have web cameras at their desks because we never needed that before. And then so we're like, okay, just use your phone because it's, you know, you can use your phone. But some people don't have smartphones. So now I've had to try and find web cameras right now, which... And ship them out to people? Basically, yeah. But trying to find them first and foremost. (laughs) Not easy. Yeah. Oh, you mean like not in storage, but in a store? Yes, not in store anywhere. Yeah, no, because everyone needs them right now. Yeah. They are are like sold out. Yes. I have found... That said, in, in like... Four or five months, there's probably going to be a a bunch of them on eBay. Probably, yeah. Because everyone who bought one is like, I don't need this anymore. Maybe I can sell it. (laughs) Yeah, I just looked up the HD Pro C920 Logitech's, you know, standard web camera. Normally, uh, $75 to $100 is normally what the price has been for that thing, just for the base model. Currently on Amazon, new and used for $234.99. Yep. So, yeah, there are, you know... It's it's expensive to try and find stuff. Even like the um, oh price seventy dollars plus thirty five dollars shipping. Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no it's it's uh, expensive right now. I found a loophole though. What's that? The Wise home security cameras. Yeah. W Y Z E. Yeah. W Y Z E. Yes. Camera like the Wise Cam V two. Yes. Twenty bucks. Twenty. Ten eighty p. Night vision. Yeah, it's a twenty five dollar camera. I was told about it about year ago or so. I just you know. Yep. I you know people broadcast engineers kept on going like I'm like I need you know a, a a web camera out at the transmitter site and they're like Wise. Nobody's really heard about them at the moment, but they're cheap and they're good. And then yeah. suddenly, you know, everybody heard about them and they're available at Home Depot. 
So um, you're, you're just using this as a webcam? Yes. They actually, on their website, gave you f- uh, a firmware flash <laughs> saying, hey, okay, you know, get the SD card, which they recommended a 32 gigabyte SD card. I don't think you need a 32 gigabyte SD card, but I haven't tested that yet. Yeah, but, but I mean, come on, all of us should have a large SD card sitting around somewhere. Yeah. Well, it's a yeah, micro SD card. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sitting here staring at an eight gigabyte one right in front of me right now. Um, right. But yeah, even the camera plus the SD card 38.96 on amazon yep um and you can use it as a webcam yes you need to get a usb a to a cable though which is not really stocked in most electronic stores right now is that so you can flash the camera or that you can use it that you can use it that's how it plugs into the computer oh okay well that also powers it as well so you just probably got some of those hanging around like that's just the standard usb port right yes but yeah but most of the ones we have around now are what usb to micro or usb to c yeah but i'm i'm saying i personally have a a couple a to a's just kind of hanging around yeah I had to dig through my box of USB cables, but I found one. Um, <laughs> a USB cable. A, yeah, A, one USB cable, A to A. Yeah. Man, I have so many A to Bs. So many A to Bs. Oh, my God. <laughs> that does me no good. But, yeah, no. And um, then when you're done with it, you have a, a security camera. Yes. So I'll review How that. How secure are these security cameras? Hang on. I'll re- I'll review that later. But, yeah, no, it's <laughs> that's my loophole. P- people are now getting these. <laughs> as their web cameras because I can get like, these at they, Home Depot. Are these good cameras for, for home security or are they like hackable? There's been some questions about these and what data they're phoning home to the company. Yeah. 20 bucks is really cheap. Yeah. So There's also, they're, they're making their money somewhere. Yes. And it's not off the cameras. Yep. So I don't I don't know what their their plan is, but you know. Okay, but that's cute. Like that's that's very clever. Well done, Andy. Yes. They also have a firmware also that lets you flash it and have um, an RTSP. RT real time. Is it RTSP? Is that the protocol? I don't know what is RTSP. What what protocol is are you looking for? The the real time streaming protocol, yeah, RTSP. Um, so you could use it like to stream to Twitch or just, you know, bring because normally you have to run it through an app so you can only really use it on your phone. But <laughs> mm-hmm. if you wanted to stream to your computer, you flash it with the RTSP protocol and then it will generate uh, basically a local IP URL and you can just type that on your computer and bring up in. So it becomes you know, a server. Yeah. So you can actually, you know, without having to use the app, actually pull up the, the web camera on your computer. That's what my next goal for that would be because we've got a couple of markets that need web cameras because we've got security doors now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we kind of want to see who's at the door. So that's what I think. But yeah, no, that's my my week has been trying to find web cameras and people going, hey, do you have a web camera for me? And I'm like, you could have asked me a couple of weeks ago and I would have said yes. Now, <laughs> nope, nope. There are no cameras left on the market yep. anywhere at a reasonable price. Like I said, you could buy a camera for 200 plus bucks, but yeah, check out the pawn shop. Pawn shop is not an essential. Oh, they're closed. Yep. That's why Home uh, Depot. That's why I said these are available at Home Depot now. So I was actually able to Home Depot is an essential business. Yes. I assume Best Buy isn't best buy has curbside service but i'm not sure if these are actually sold at best buy or not yep so i'll review that in the future once i you know get it back and can actually look at it how it's you know and play with it yeah how it's actually supposed to originally work yeah (laughs) uh like 20 bucks not bad Mm -hmm. it's a good price so yep the whole remote broadcasting thing is uh going strong yep 
So yeah, so that's been that's been my week. But you cool. know, having nobody in the office actually gives me a chance to actually you know work on things around the office. So that's fun. That stuff. You know, it's like you know what I haven't had a chance to do this yet because everybody's been hey this hey that, and it's like you know what now I actually have a chance to work on things without people sitting there trying to hound me about simple things. <laughs> How else is your quarantine that's not a quarantine going? Hey, what what's going on in Michigan, Andy? Oh, I don't know. People are upset about dumb things. Things. I I don't know. It's you know people are saying it's astroturfing, but I feel like it was a the it was originally oh, grassroots, no, no. but then it is it is a hundred percent. So here's here's a cool thing. I actually considered posting this as a topic today. Uh, go to. Uh, Pick any state other than Michigan right now, because I actually checked theirs and it's down for some reason. Okay. So pick a state. Tell All me right. what it is. What what state did you pick? Oh, I was picking Montana. Okay. So that's MT. Yes. So let's see. Open MT.com. Ah, is for sale. Okay. So they don't have that one yet. Oh. Uh, okay. So Virginia was one that's got a big lockdown. So open VA. Or was it? Is it not open? Crap. What was the website? Uh, oh, reopen. Oh, it's reopen. Right. So reopenmt.com uh, is indeed open as is, is parked uh, by the same organization that so it's not there, but they own it. <laughs> Uh, that's the same message you get for reopenmi.com. Uh, you said Virginia. So reopenva.com. Yep. Uh, mine says that is malware. <laughs> OK, interesting. Two of them that I know work are reopenwi.com uh, and reopenmn.com, Wisconsin and Minnesota. It's bad. Like these these websites are absolutely uh, copy pasted from each other. Yeah. And are just like 100 percent. So this is this is put together by a group called the Wisconsin Firearms Coalition. <laughs> Is the reopen Wisconsin? Uh, but if you go to reopen uh, Minnesota, it's the uh, same that thing. That is the Minnesota Gun Rights Group. But like, put those two pages up and alt tab between them. They're they're similar. They are not just similar. They are the same page copied. No, this is absolutely. This is. Um, AstroTurf. Like, th- this is not something that happened in each state organically. <clears throat> I was just trying to find, because technically the, the Operation Gridlock was originally posted by a chiropractor creating a Facebook group, and then it was kind of superseded by the MFF, mm-hmm. which, you know, technically is um, funded by the DeVos family. So, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's announced a-, a freedom rally to be held on April 24th. That's this Friday. Oh, so now I search for Freedom Rally Wisconsin. Demonstration led by Reopen Wisconsin and Wisconsinites against excessive quarantine. Because those sound like, you know, legit groups. Wisconsinites against excessive quarantine is a Facebook group. How do I find out who started it? Oh, it's Reopen WI. So it's the same Wisconsin Firearms Coalition. (laughs) Yeah. Is there a, what, like Michiganders against... I just search against. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a Michiganders against excessive quarantine, Minnesotans against excessive quarantine, uh, Indiana citizens against excessive quarantine. And oh, look, it's like exactly the same stuff <clears throat> about this group. It's time to open our state. Uh, Andy, mm-hmm. why are why are we all being manipulated and controlled? So, yeah, Michigan's kind of in a weird place and it looks like Wisconsin's heading right that way itself. That's awesome. Slash not at all. Mm-hmm. Any good news from like the personal world? Uh, broke out the grill. We had hot dogs. Cool. 
hot dogs are fun. Mm-hmm. Grilling is fun. Mm-hmm. Didn't you have snow there this week? Yes, we had snow on Thursday or Friday. And then, you know, yesterday was up in the 50s. 50s, 5-0. Yes. Wow. Currently 56. Wow. Yeah. Not that warm here. I mean, it's not like cold, but it's 48. Ooh, Friday. It's supposed to be 61. What? What is it supposed to be here? Weather forecast Friday 57. Okay. Oh God. What? What? Wednesday is supposed to be 67 degrees. <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from, uh, but I think I'm going to try and mow the lawn today before it gets ridiculously hot. Did you say 67 was going to be ridiculously hot? As compared to 35, <laughs> I understand it is not ridiculously hot overall. 67 is actually quite pleasant. I would love to have 67 more often, but like, I'm still kind of used to the 40s. That is not an insignificant shift. Oh, so I've been playing Final Fantasy 7. Okay. It's, That's it's not, amazing. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, that. it should be the same, right? No, it's, I mean, the remake. Oh. The, the one they just released. Ah, does it feel the same? It, it feels like... I mean, I, I kind of want to save some of this for, like, an actual review later. But briefly... We don't... We, we've, you know, we've passed the time. We can, you know, move on to topics. Oh, we, we can start moving on to, like, top. Oh, well, okay, but you asked. I mean, I brought it up, but you yes. asked. Uh, yeah, it, it feels like they treated it with respect. I'm, I'll leave it at that for now, and then next week I will review either that or my chair. Okay. So, PlayStation yeah. news. Okay, since we're talking about Final Fantasy, yeah, PlayStation. What do we got? Um, Hit me. Sources told Bloomberg News that Sony and its assembly partners will manufacture just 5 to 6 million PS5s fives by March 2021. <clears throat> okay, 5 million doesn't seem like a lot. No, especially since PS4 sold 7.5 million units in the first two quarters. I wonder if that is a, a double hit from Corona. I can't believe I called it corona from COVID-19 infections. Um, Sources claim that while Sony's marketing plans for the PS5 have been affected, the COVID-19 pandemic has had no impact on its manufacturing process. Instead, the reason for the limited run is partially because Sony expects that PS5's high-end specs to lead to a high price at launch, which will affect demand. Yeah, it's going to be a $600 console at launch. I think 550. I think ooh, 550 or 600. Do you want to split 575 and put food on it? Above and below 575? Yes. Oh, I'll put a dinner on that? Sure. Sure. Okay. You think 550, I think 600. We'll go with the over under 575. Okay? Yeah. I'm putting that down on my sticky notes, which you know, work again. <laughs> Yay, sticky notes are working. Okay. Okay, bets. We'll, we'll figure out dinner somehow on that. <laughs> yeah, 575. Okay. I feel like this is going to be a problem at the holiday season. If there's not a lot of them out there. I don't if, think so. I, if they're, they're going to launch it with a holiday 2020 release and there's yep. only a handful out there, are we going to have... I don't think I don't think you'll see a shortage. Really? Yeah. You think the price is going to be so high that people are not going to want to have a brand new PS5 for I Christmas? I think the PS4 is not at the end of its lifespan. I, I'm not going to argue against that one. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's and and beyond that, you also have the uh, Xbox, Xbox Series X, yeah, and the Switch. Yeah, I I don't I don't think I'm probably going to be wrong, and I'll eat these words, but I don't think there will be a shortage. 
Not yeah. like when the Wii came out. Oh when the yeah, came out, right. When, yeah. when we like went and stood in line overnight so that you could be one of like the first 40 people at Target. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think they're right. So I think that the, there's the high price point. People will have less money this holiday season than previous years. Yes. No, that's true. <laughs> With the way everything's going holiday this year. Right. Like yeah. people just in general are going to have less money for the holiday season this year. So yeah, so less money, you think a high price point, well, even 550 is still a high price point. Right, right. So I think it, I don't think there will be a, a shortage. By the way, speaking of prices and, and stuff happening, um, just to, cause, cause I saw this yesterday, I thought I'd spread this around to friends of mine who happen to also be homeowners. Navy Federal Credit Union has a 2.5% interest rate. Yes, but don't I have to be part of the military for that? Uh, you or a family member, and that can go back several generations. What is our mortgage? Or any rate? of your relatives or Kate's relatives in the military? Yeah, a percentage for the mortgage. Three seven five right now. Two point five five APR. Two point five on a fifteen year. On a fifteen year. I'd have to see. I think ours is currently a thirty year, so I'd have to. Yeah, mine is thirty year, and and it does increase the payments. Yep. But also significantly reduces the overall cost. Yes, because it's a 15 year versus a 30. And it's a percent and a half less. Yeah. So thought I'd bring that up because we were talking about uh, COVID impact on the economy. And that's an impact on the economy. I still remember when the interest rates first dropped, the mortgage interest rates actually went up because there were so many people wanting to refinance. Yep. But now it's, you know, it's been a month. Well, now it's been a month and people don't have money. Yep. Uh, Okay. so Sony is going to have a, a. slightly more limited launch. I I think they're on target. I think they've got their their predictions and their models all set. I don't think they're going in uh, lightly onto this one. I, okay, yeah. I'm I will be curious to know, and I don't think we will find out ever how many units Microsoft is planning. Yeah, we're not gonna. No, they're not gonna tell us that. Well, I mean, Sony is evidently telling. Well, there's a chance that Microsoft will tell us. This is not really telling. There are people who know who told Bloomberg that's what the plan is right but there there are presumably people on the microsoft side who also know who could also share yes are they going to i don't know probably not would be cool if they did okay how's your pc building project coming oh it's been put on hold Okay, I'll have a I'll have a, a like transition from that. I was oh, just I, I, there were other gaming news in here. Yeah, uh, the Nintendo Switch has a firmware update. Ooh, that's cool. Switch firmware version ten point oh point oh adds the option to remap seventeen of the system's buttons to perform any eighteen button functions. Ooh. The home button cannot be remapped. That's the one that's stuck. But yeah. all the other buttons on the Switch now can be swapped around. Yes. Interesting. You can also swap the right and left analog joysticks, and up to five custom configurations can be saved in the system for users to swap between. So this is for for disability things, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, if you also... don't like how something's set up, you could... Yeah. You I'm trying know. to remember if at any of the Switch games I've played, I'm like, why is the button there? It should be that one instead. It's not usually something that comes up. But now I know if it does, I'm all set. Yes. I can just swap the buttons. Yes. So yeah, so no, okay. no surprise, Able Gamers said this is, you know, amazing. 
yep. that literally all the buttons but one can be remapped to another button function. But, you know. Makes for, it more configurable, more usable. Yep. Not perfectly. No. But because, you know, you still, they still the right don't really allow you to use third-party peripherals for the yep. Switch. Although someone got the Microsoft usability controller to work with the Switch. Oh, well, that's nice. I don't know how or what they did. <laughs> But reportedly, they got the usability controller to work with the Switch. I know the answer. Magic. Magic? Black magic. Black magic, yep. Just black magic. There's got to be a coffee called black magic, right? There's probably several coffees called black magic. There was a, uh, what was Black Magic Coffee Company based in Boston. There was also like a black magic video premium coffee drinks wherever you are mm. yeah wherever black I magic am? design there it is they do a lot of digital film stuff that's clever yep how do you do that magic black magic wizard, wizard. yeah viewfinders we are camera converters and a whole bunch of stuff so do you remember um the dresden book that was part of the book club yes i know the dresden books kate's read i think most of them laura and i are almost caught up to the series ah it's really good <laughs> So let's see, other video game news. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, there's a new ESRB. Um, a new rating or a new entire, like, organization? What do they call it? They called it Ratings Designation. Okay. So, in 2018, ESRB began assigning interactive elements to games with the in-game purchases and user interact notices. So, you know, I have a video game with, you know, online multiplayer or, you know, in-game purchases available in the game. They That was on the sticker before. Right. Now, they added one to call it in-game purchases in parentheses, includes random items. Ah, ha, 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 So the in-game purchases include random items will be assigned to any game that contains in-game offers to purchase digital goods or premiums with real-world currency or with virtual coins that can be purchased with real-world currency for which the player does not know prior to purchase the specific digital goods or premiums that they will be receiving. Loot boxes. Loot boxes, yeah. There's, there's now an ESRB tag for loot boxes yes i'm okay with this yeah no i'm okay with this too <laughs> i can imagine a number of companies aren't they're like uh wait what that's part of yeah now it's so it's on the box now includes random items yes so why not say loot boxes somebody asked loot box is a because term that doesn't encompass all types of randomized in-game purchase mechanics that's yeah. you know heck my marvel puzzle quest technically has a loot box it's not called yeah. that but that's what it is, but it is a includes random items purchase. Yeah. Moreover, so. we want to avoid confusing consumers who may not be familiar with what a loot box is. Yeah, that's totally legit. Yeah. Loot box is a, a gamer's term. Mm hmm. Oh, no, ours isn't a loot box. It's clearly a crate. <laughs> <laughs> Mine a is a cover crate. pack. Yeah, like, or it's, no, it's, it's a, a it's a sticker. It's a, a sticker pack. No, what do they actually call it? It's not a pack. I can buy packs of them. Hold on, I'm opening it up because I got to figure out exact. I want to know exactly what they call it. It's a bag of random. A recruit token. A recruit token. Yes, there are different levels. Yeah, that's of that's clearly tokens. not a loot box. There is a standard token, an elite token, a heroic token, a mighty token, a legends token, and a classic legends token. <laughs> <laughs> those are all loot boxes yeah, yeah which i'm sure will be like really not um intuitive to to parents or to you know people who are, are managing the finances yeah because because clearly they'd know what those things represent mm -hmm. i need to get some tokens why do you need to get tokens well i want to get this one cover okay well how many tokens do you need i don't know 
<laughs> hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, let's see. Other video game news. Uh, the Games Done Quick Corona Virus Edition is going on right now. Yes. That's news. Um, Ubisoft. It ends today, though. Ubisoft is creating a movie. They're a games company. Yes. What movie? Uh, let's see. The, to develop a film centered on senior citizens entering the world of esports. Oh, that could go bad. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. So is this a documentary or is this a satire, a comedy? Like, okay, let's. Are see. we doing a fish out of water comedy? Um, Ubisoft has teamed with the co-writers and co-directors of the 2018 Amy Schumer-led comedy "I Feel Pretty." I don't remember. I feel pretty. Okay, so let's. So just I, see. I like again. Is this? It's, so it sounds like it's supposed to be a comedy. Yes. Okay. So so the the paragraph of I feel pretty <laughs> is an ordinary woman who struggles with feelings of insecurity and inadequacy on a daily basis wakes up from a fall believing she is suddenly the most beautiful and capable woman on the planet. With this newfound confidence, she is empowered powered to live her life fearlessly and flawlessly. But what will happen when she realizes is her appearance never changed? Uh, um, that does not sound like a, an empowering movie. Uh, so is this going to be respectful or nerdsploitation? I don't know. This makes me worried. Yeah, this makes me like... <laughs> the film, which um, is currently untitled, is based off of a 2019 article in the Wall Street Journal um, titled, The Next Generation of Competitive Gamers is Over 60. So there's probably talking about the Silver Snipers. Is that what that group was called? No clue. Silver Snipers team. Yes, the Silver Snipers. I think CSGO was their group. Yeah, it was called. It was a call for seniors interested in joining an esports team with the goal of competing in a Counter-Strike tournament at DreamHack in Sweden. At 62, the youngest <laughs> member of the team. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. They even came uh, up with clever gamer nicknames. 63-year-old. These are all Swedish names, so I'm going to slaughter them, unfortunately. <laughs> It's okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm worried that the movie is not going to be respectful to to what the culture is. Yeah. And that it's just going to be ha 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 look at these funny people. Not look at these people who are funny, but look at these funny people. Mm-hmm. Like Big Bang Theory type stuff. Silver Snipers, what are they up to right now? They have Are they sponsored by Lenovo? Wow. Could be. Hold on, I got to I yeah, they they got Lenovo to sponsor them. Nice. Uh, other movie news. The Dune movie comes out this year. They remade Dune? They remade Dune. Andy, go look at the IMDb page for Dune 2020. Alright. Huh. Go look at the actors and actresses listed. Go look at the cast. I'll wait. Oh, sorry, that was Dune 1973. Come on, IMDb, really? <laughs> I just searched for Dune 2020, and it said IMDb, and you gave me the other The Dune. other Dune? Yeah. Dune 2020. <laughs> Oh, Zendaya, Jason Momoa, okay. <laughs> yep. Dave Bautista, <laughs> Josh Brolin, holy crap, Oscar Isaac. It's it's like the the Marvel and DC like with a with a mm-hmm. sprinkling of Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Oscar Isaac. Stellan Skarsgård. Oh my goodness, really? Wow. Yep. Which is more Marvel? Yeah. Well, this could be interesting. Granted, you know, I feel like I need to read the book. Oh, it's a it's a dense book. Well, the uh, the director has confirmed that his adaptation of Dune will be split into at least two films. It better be because there's a very important character who's missing from this list of cast. Okay, just don't tell me anything. Sooner or later, I'll probably get to it. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably get it and throw it on my Kindle and then. 
At some point, I'll read it. It's uh, it, it's a really good book. It's a really dense book. As some books are. Yeah, I I highly recommend the um, audiobook. Okay. So okay, cool. Um, what other else gaming we have? news? GamesCon uh, is going entirely digital. Yeah. The next... Because they're not going to do it in, in person. Yeah, because uh, the gov- German government this week issued a blanket ban on all major events until August 31st. So, yeah, GamesCon was supposed to be August 22nd through the 29th. So and They're like, oh, we can't do that. Yeah, so they're going to try, you know, they've refunded all paid tickets. They're going to try and figure out uh, a plan to have a digital Gamescom event of some sort in late August. But yeah, the in-person Gamescom is a no-go. Yeah. Rightly so. All the cons this year are like, I'm, so I I requested time off so that I could go to PAX. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, even if if the conference is happening this year, I don't think I'm going to go. It's just too high a risk. Mm -hmm. That is a a dense convention space. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, So Gamescom will be fully digital. So what's that going to entail? Like, are there going to be panels that you can just come and watch? Do you have to purchase an online ticket? I don't know. They they haven't figured it out yet. This, you know, the ban came down this week, so now they're just playing catch-up. Granted, I feel like anybody doing anything this year should have a plan of what happens if we get canceled in physical nature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we ran into that at work. Yeah. We are we are supposed to be doing uh, our like annual uh, conference next week. Yeah, that's not going to that, happen. That's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing uh, 10,000 people from across the country all to one place. Nope. That's that's not a thing. So we, we kind of had to scramble to put something together. I, I shouldn't say that we had to scramble. Like, we, we made that decision and then immediately turned around and said, okay, so what are we doing? And and let's figure this out. It's not really scrambling, but it is, um, you know, looking at alternatives. Of course, that happened almost a month ago. So, yeah. Like, at this point, people should be thinking, what if we need to cancel this? What if we need to cancel the World Dairy? Expo, which is supposed to happen in when is that or has it been canceled? World Dairy Expo scheduled 2020 late September. Oh, it's the last weekend of September. Oh, it's the last week of September. Jesus, it's a week long convention. Tuesday, trade show, the FF based seminar, the knowledge nook session, keynote speaker. What the hell? All right. Well, the World Dairy Expo is still on as far as I can tell. Of course, the <laughs> I, I should point out the, the convention center that they use for it is also planned to be our like backup hospital location. OK, so, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. By late September, hopefully we won't need that hospital. Hopefully. The largest dairy focused trade show in the world. The Expo's trade show is designed for producers. Producers and industry professionals to view cutting-edge technology, top-notch service, and the latest dairy equipment. Seriously. I heard uh, there's okay. some good grilled cheese sandwiches there. I would not be surprised. Of course, there's probably better grilled cheese sandwiches at the World Cheese Expo. <laughs> probably. Which was earlier this year. So I think it was a Gouda that won best cheese in the world. I'll take your word on foot. Yeah. Uh, Hubble. Space. Yes. Space. Well, I got, I got, two, I got two space topics here. Ooh. Ooh. Are they, is, did we, did you remember to put in, I uh, don't see it on the list. Andy. What? Okay. Yes, there is. Okay. There it is. Launch America. Yeah, I know. But well, well we're going to, you just said Hubble and that was it. <laughs> Hubble! <laughs> Hubble! Yeah, sure, fine. Okay, pick one. All right, so Hubble is uh, celebrating its 30th anniversary Jeez, this year. 30 years ago. Yep. When was the first mission to repair the Hubble? Oh, that, that was, was a big deal. Yeah. No, not... 
1993. So three years in. Yep. Oops. It was, yeah, uh, 1993 was the first Hubble Space Telescope servicing mission. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's um, it's 30 years now, and um, they have now um, posted for its 30th anniversary the ability to search for any day of the year. They have now figured out that, you know, over the past 30 years, they have taken a photo every day of the year. So you can now search for your birthday or any day and see what Hubble was looking at at that day at some point in the last 30 years. I searched some for my... time in yes. the last 30 years. Okay. I searched for my birthday and Hubble took a photo of Galaxy Cluster TNJ 1338-1942 on July 12th in 2002. I have a photo of Nebula N81 on September 4th, 1977. September 4th, 1977? That's... 97. 97. I was going to say... Um, Mine is so cool, it predates Hubble. <laughs> Wait, but they made a BuzzFeed article for the, like, it's a BuzzFeed quiz. Well, there's the actual NASA website that you could go through, but BuzzFeed just basically put a quiz that takes you directly the, the to the photo. Thing. Okay. Rather than having it, you have to go through the NASA website to find it. Is it 365 unique photos or is it like yeah. multiple of the same? So like if I pick September 5th. Oh, come on. Well, all right, now I'm curious what September 5th is. Hubble Ultra Deep Field? Yep. It was a day off, which means they were recording it on my birthday because that was a like, I think the, the deep field was a three day long exposure. Hubble. View of nearly 10,000 galaxies. Oh. Yeah. The Hubble Ultra Deep Field is like the most famous Hubble photograph. Uh, exposure time was 11.3 days. Oh, geez. Oh, hey, BuzzFeed's wrong, man. Because according to spacetelescope.org, the Hubble Deep Field, uh, was taken between September 24th and January 16th. All right, hold on. Let me go check the... Ac- I dug down to the actual... Your birthday image. Okay, so you said September 5th? September. Well, that's what I I put into Bud BuzzFeed to see, like, what was adjacent to my birthday. On September 5th in 2009, Hubble Ultra Deep Field. According to NASA? Yeah, according to NASA's website, so... Well, someone's wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm more likely to guess that spacetelescope.org is... Well, no, the actual NASA website, I looked for September 5th. Yeah. And that showed up. That's why I'm saying that space yeah. spacetelescope.org is, is the wrong one. So more info. Oh, uh, in 2004. Gee. Oh, my God. You can download it. At, you can download the image from NASA from HubbleSite.org uh, in a 2345 by 2039 TIFF. That is a it's an 11 megabyte image. That that's a that's a that's a photo. <laughs> Like, it's not, that's not huge. That's definitely not the largest photo I've ever worked with. But, like, that's pretty sizable. I think I had the ultra deep field as my desktop background for a while. Or, no, it was um, the extreme deep field is what I had. That's the one I'm looking at. Yeah. Is is that a different one? Oh, let's see. The extreme deep field. What was the difference? Uh, The extreme deep field... Uh, Hubble Extreme with an, a capital X. Yes. It's a further refined version of the ultra deep field. This was the one from September 25th. Okay. Assembled by combining 10 years worth of photographs of a patch of sky at the center of the original Hubble deep field. Oh my God. The image covers an area of 2.3 arc minutes by 2 arc minutes. Represents approximately 132 millionth of the sky. And it's it's 
hundreds of of galaxies. Yeah, the Hubble Extreme Deep Field approximately contains 5,500 gala- galaxies. Not just... Yes. Not stars. Not stars. Galaxies. galaxies. The whole point of the, the deep space field and the uh, extreme deep space field was that they pointed it to the, like, darkest patch of sky that they could, fi- they could find. They're like, okay, point it to where there is nothing and just collect that data over time. Yep. Jeez. So I, I learned something this week, Andy. Yes. Do you think there are more trees on Earth or stars in the Milky Way? Ooh. I am going to say trees on Earth. That is correct by estimates. Uh, and in fact, by like orders of magnitude. So if you yeah. search stars in the Milky Way. Because, yeah, you specified Milky the Milky Way, which itself, yeah. you know, it's, has a lot of stars. somewhere between like 200 and 400 billion stars. If you search trees on Earth, the estimate is in the trillions. So order of magnitude difference between trees on Earth and stars in the Milky Way. And so people are like, well, wait, like, so there aren't that many stars. But then you go and look at the Hubble deep space and ultra deep space field. And you're like, oh, oh, the Milky Way is small. <laughs> yeah. Also, the Milky Way is small, like real small. Yes. Um, stars in Andromeda. There are a trillion stars in the Andromeda galaxy. Yeah, no, Milky Way is, you know, we Milky Way is not a big galaxy, and we are on, like, the outside edge of the yeah. galaxy, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Black Eye galaxy is smaller than we are, but the IC1101 galaxy is estimated to have 100 trillion stars. Holy guacamole. What the hell? So, do we want to talk about Launch America? Because we're getting to that point where we need to be selective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Launch America is the, like, worst name I've ever heard for a space mission. <laughs> But it, it does kind of get the point across. Yes. Since the retirement of the space shuttle, any any American going up into space has gone up on somebody else's hardware. Right. That was that was the big thing about retiring the shuttle was we didn't have anything in place to replace it. Yes. And we were not developing. Well, no, we were developing something. The Orion. Yeah. And then that one got scrapped. And now we're up to. No, Orion's still around. What was the one before yeah. Orion? It's part of the previous before the sls before the sls yes there was an idea 60s no the because the sls was started in 2011 what was it the uh no the sls is the shuttle launch system oh it's part of the constellation program okay sls is the space launch system yes i'm wrong the constellation program was the one that was announced in 2005 that didn't really go anywhere yeah but we we got to the point where the shuttle were too dangerous to use because they were so old they didn't have any parts anymore <laughs> too old to maintain yes but we didn't have something else in place so for the last 10 years we've been using other countries to get us to space mainly russia and the soyuz rockets but now spacex is here yes <laughs> I'm still, I I like what they've done, but I'm also like, it's a private company and I don't know how comfortable I feel about it being a private company. Um, But they are planning on launching NASA astronauts from American soil using American built quote unquote uh, technology. I say quote unquote because like, I don't know the whole supply chain of SpaceX. It's not Boeing. We'll just put it at that. 
So like, you know, it, but it's an American company. I get that. And, and assembled in America. That's cool. That's really, really cool. We're going back to space, Andy. Yes. In May. That's next month. I know. That's crazy. What's the, what's the launch date? 27th. Okay. So almost a month, a month and a half from now. Yes. May 27th. Yes. We will remind you as that date approaches and more news comes out because that's really, really, really cool. Um, I've mentioned on this show, Jelly's Marble Runs because we talked about like E, not E, um, like the formula racing and how they were, they were doing like, um, virtual racing during the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's really cool. And oh, hey, look, there's this other racing thing. Like if you want to get into it and watch and it's really fun and cute and adorable and it's like a bunch of marbles and they did the Marble Olympics. Um, Formula E. Are you familiar with Formula E, Andy? Yeah, that's the electric formula racing. Well, Formula E has teamed up with Jelly's Marble Runs where they took marbles and they've recreated different tracks from Formula E Racing, scaled down to marble size. <laughs> oh, jeez. And they assigned each team, each actual Formula E team, a different marble. And it has the Formula E announcer telecasting and, and broadcasting the races. Okay. I watched one before the show. It is adorable. And <laughs> I don't I don't get it. You you can't help but like want one of these marbles to do well. You can't help but like pick a favorite and be like, go whatever. Venturi, Neo, Tachita, Nissan, Mercedes, Porsche, Dragon, Jaguar, uh, Mahindra, Audi, BMW, and Envision. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> These are the companies that actually like made e Formula E racers and and have teams and it's like it's so good. I I please go and watch it. Like it's just so cute. <clears throat> the marble races will go online at the same time their vehicular counterparts were scheduled. Hmm. Well, that should be if 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 I'm bored, I will pop yeah. that on. Yeah, watch it with Isaac. I'm not sure how you'd feel about it because it doesn't actually have vehicles. It's just marbles. marbles. I'd, I'd be curious to know. All right. I'll try it out. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, anything else big that we want to talk about? Uh, Google is looking is at my creating computer... a uh, 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 their own version of Apple Pay called Google okay. Card. I mean, can't I already do? Well, they have I Google guess, Pay. No. Yeah. Now they're actually having a Google Pay card, uh, I think, basically backed by visa so yeah you're basically your your cool. apple pay and yep. apple card are now there you know google's working on google pay well they've worked on google pay but now they have they're working on google card a google card so you can have a google branded credit card yes cool i, I guess uh, what are the rewards of the google card because all credit cards have rewards yeah <clears throat> physical and virtual debit cards, which by the way, for what it's worth, like two things about this one, the, the amount of data that you're giving to Google, um, <laughs> yep. which I'm already giving because two credit card, physical cards should be on their way out. Yes. And like this whole thing about the, the pandemic, like should even push that more. Use your phone, like put the card on the phone and use the phone. But seriously, like, what are the benefits of doing this? I'm trying to see in the because it's not official yet. I don't think they have any. Yeah. Financial services are typically low overhead ways to generate revenue. Yeah, that's how Visa <laughs> works. Yeah. They charge uh, what, one or two percent on every purchase under a certain amount. Yeah. Plus flat rate. Yeah. Plus flat rate, too. I mean, that's that's how companies make money. Yep. Visa and MasterCard specifically. Yep. So, yeah. No, now is it's another ad revenue, you know, another. 
you know, uh, not ad revenue, revenue stream for Google. So yeah, we'll see what happens with this. The, you know, TechCrunch asked them, hey, what's up with that? And they haven't, you know, what'd they say? Uh, It did not dispute our findings or assertions. So. Okay. All right. So should we hit the randoms? Probably. Okay. I believe it is your review, sir. Yes. I would like to review the FlexGuard stall mat. The FlexGuard Guard stall mat. Yes. So, uh, flex, I'm gonna, so flex guard. F-L-E-X Support back brace stall, ah, stall mat. Yes. Flex guard from Farm and Fleet. Yes. Also from Fleet Farm, because again, those are two different companies. Well, that you can also buy at a tractor supply company as well. So. A, Okay. Salmat's constructed high quality flex guard rubber. Uh, no U, right? Just G A R D? Yes, that's the company name. Okay. These mats provide non slip for. Uh, so this is for. Well, it's for horses, but I, I assume you're using it for like a standing desk? Um, no, actually. So what we're currently using it for is so Isaac has a uh, play tent <laughs> that's shaped like a school bus. Okay. And um, the tent has has holes in the top so he sometimes during his playtime would collect all his vehicles and throw them in the bus okay problem is that the uh the it's just tent so it's just a thin nylon material so he's taking monster school buses and other items and throwing them in hard surface cornered items yeah and basically just you know chucking them onto our wood floor (laughs) so we were looking at getting some sort of mat to yeah. put, you know, put in... Well, we originally got some of those, like, foam puzzle piece-looking things. Mm-hmm. We, we put those under the bus, but then he didn't like that, so he... You, you threw them under under the bus? Yes, I threw them under the bus. Okay. Uh, but he uh, he didn't like those, so he would take those apart and take the bus off of them. So I was looking at trying to find some sort of rubber mat to basically cut in the shape of the bus and put it inside the bus. Right. And the problem was, is a lot of these rubber mats... Are expensive. Are expensive, yes. They're really expensive. You know, thinking for just a piece of rubber. Yep. It would be, you know, a lot of money. It's like, you know, I'm looking at a 36-inch by 6-foot indoor-outdoor rubber mat. Not very thick at all. Very thin. And I wanted something that, you know, had some protection ability. So, you know, I started looking around, looking around, and then finally somebody, you know, I looked at exercise equipment. Because a lot of people, you know, would put exercise equipment and they don't want to, you know, home gym. You know, if somebody drops a barbell on the floor, they don't want it to, you know, crack the concrete or damage the wood. So somebody was like, hey, check out these horse stall mats or cow mats. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) So I did I did some Googling and, you know, Blaine's Farm and Fleet just opened up, you know, nearby to us. And they had cow mats for like 20 bucks and i'm like well for 20 bucks i can i have no problem you know spending 20 bucks to test out you know a rubber mat so you know i bought the mat at farmer fleet there was plenty of them in stock came home used my jigsaw with a uh with a knife blade not with a serrated blade um because the serrated blade was just cutting up chunks the knife blade actually would do a smooth cut um and i traced the the bus onto the mat and then I cut it out and I put the mat inside the bus. He has not noticed, but it's working out brilliantly. Sweet. So this I, is I love this. I'm looking at all the comments and questions in the Q&A. And like 
almost all of them are about home gyms. Oh yeah, no, because this is it's a nice, sturdy. It, it has a little bit of give. But yeah, it's it's you know it's not super comfy yet to sit on. It's not you know like a like a cushiony mat sort of thing, like a yoga yep. mat or something like that. It's a it's a hard rubber mat, but it will definitely yeah. If I drop a barbell on this thing, nobody's gonna notice. So, yeah, cool. If you've got you know if you've got a um, an elliptical, a treadmill, if you're doing you know free weights, and you need yep. a rubber mat. 20 bucks That's for a three foot by bucks. a four foot. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, mine is, is sold out oh. for the farm and fleet in Verona. I, I suppose I could check nearby stores. Could you do some sort of, you know, order online ship? Nine in Baraboo. I don't know if farm and fleet is considered an essential service. Uh, ours currently is. Oh, cool. Yeah, dedicated senior at-risk hours, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., Sunday, 10 to 11, drive through online order pickup hours. Okay, so there it is. Yep. Hong Kong. Yes, speaking of Isaac I do N. need to pick up some dirt at some point just so I can work on regrading a little bit of my yard. Ah. Uh, <sighs> yeah, once, uh... Once we're done here, I'll probably go back outside because it's nice out and do a couple more bags of leaves. <laughs> Still have more leaves to do, huh? Still have more leaves to do. So my my workstation, my little command center is set up next to the windows. Yes. Which is kind of nice because like I can see what's going on in the yard and I can see the, the like um, the animals that come through. I've got a pair of foxes that have been coming through my yard a lot lately. Um but I was watching outside the other day, and a bird landed on top of the grill. And I'm like, oh, hello, little birdie. And it's a propane grill. And so it's it's one of those, like, you know, two and a half feet by one foot ranges. And I'm watching this bird on the grill, and it jumps down to the propane tank. And I'm like, okay, hi, bird. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's a bad place for, for hanging out. And then it looked up at the bottom of the grill... And then, like, disappeared. Do you have a nest inside your grill? I immediately got up, ran outside, and, like, scared the bird away and opened the grill and looked inside, and there was no nest. Okay. I think it was considering it. Do you have a cover to put over your grill? I think that would make it worse. Why would it make it worse? Because then it would go under the cover, and then it would be even more protected. I have, uh... I have not, you know, we've had a grill here for four years. We've had a cover on it the whole time. I have not had any bird problems. I've, yep. you know, there, there I are birds. I do not birds. have a cover for this grill. I have a cover for my, my charcoal grill. I have, there's a bird nest on one of our gutters on the back side of the house. I'm not sure if it is an old nest or a new nest, but there's a bird nest yep. there. You know, I've got squirrels living in our giant tree like it's nobody's business. Well, because it's a giant oak tree. Yeah. Like, there's enough food that drops off of that one tree for a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, somebody told me that's like, oh, yeah, no, oak trees are are cyclical with the amount of acorns that they drop. Because, you know, yeah. the first couple of years, we didn't have really many acorns. And then, like, the year, two years oh, ago, no. there was a whole bunch of tons. I'm like, okay, good. That's the, that's the heavy year. We're going to be in the last year still a ton of acorns. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, no, It's supposed no. to be a cycle. It's, this is supposed to be a low year. Andy, it's every year. I, I grew up with a giant oak tree in my parents' backyard. It's every year. I've okay. never heard that song before. 
<laughs> I didn't uh, know the bus could up? do that. Should should we finish this up? <laughs> yeah, probably. What what's left? What else you got? Uh, so yeah, if you're looking for a cheap rubber mat, twenty bucks, Farm and Fleet, Tractor Supply, Fleet Farm. Yeah. Just you know, just okay. look at your farmer supply store, and they probably would have something. Okay. It's, it's a nice rubber mat, and you know, twenty bucks and a uh, twenty bucks and a box cutter. You could probably cut it to whatever shape you need. Nice. Um. Right. So, random re- topic. Topic. The other one. The other one. Yes. A rubber frog appears on the hood of every car in your neighborhood. What is going on, and what are you going to do about it? That would be a lot of frogs. There's a lot of cars in my neighborhood. Yeah, there are a lot of frogs in, or there are a lot of dogs, not, not dogs. Cars. There are there are cars. a lot of dogs in the neighborhood as well. <laughs> yes, but dogs are not part of this question. No, this is rubber frogs. A rubber frog appears on the hood of every car. Is it affixed to the hood? Is it just resting on the hood, or is it, like, actually affixed to the hood? I think it would probably just be resting on the hood, hopefully. (laughs) Yes, how did they get into our garage? It's probably just be housed, you know, cars on the outside. It does not say that. It says every car in your neighborhood. I think that's the idea is like there's someone who got into everyone's. Did they do this in a night? Because if so, that had to be a coordinated effort. I mean, I'd probably call the police and say there is evidence of a break in. Yes, somebody broke into my garage and put a frog on the hood. I guess I changed the garage code. Well, ours is a locked door. So change the lock. Yeah, we would have to change the lock. Is it the same or, lock? Or they might be able house? to actually, you know, come in through the actual garage door opening, because I have no idea how yep. old our current garage door opener is. Yep. Oh, my God. Andy, I've been watching the lockpicking lawyer on YouTube. Oh, that's... <laughs> no lock is safe anymore. Like, I just... I don't trust any locks anymore. You know why no lock is safe? Because I have a freaking three foot long bolt cutter downstairs <laughs> yep also like crowbars are are easy to find yeah crow's bars but like, and then the um he, even the two, even without that the two like, crescent wrenches the lock just just picking the lock like no lock is safe well i did i tell you about the uh the building that sprint gave us yes i vaguely remember something about that so yeah so sprint gave us a building because they had stuff on our tower and then they left and they sold us all of their equipment for a dollar because they didn't want to deal with it. But along with all the equipment came their outbuilding, which is that stucco brown concrete bunker, basically. Yep. And I'm like, well, shoot, if we have a building. Let's use it for something. So I, I use it as a as a literally cold storage during the winter because there's no power out there. Right. Um, cold. But <laughs> um, nobody knew what the combination was to the door. And it was that that five button <laughs> mechanical lock. Uh, I think it's called a simplex lock. Yes, Simplex. The Simplex 1000. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me see the Simplex 1000. Yes. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Some of the older versions got to be able to be um, hacked by just putting a magnet in the on the outside at the right spot. Um, but some of the newer versions uh, removed that option. Um, <laughs> Worst lock design blunder ever? Question yeah. mark? The Kava Simplex Series 1000. Um, so yeah, he talked about the, that lock there. But um, 
ours had oh, the security oh, feature, so I couldn't use the magnet. So I'm sitting there going like, well, shoot, there's no timeout feature on just brute forcing this thing. Yep. Plus, there's only literally five buttons. Granted, there are abilities to push two buttons at the same time, but not many people really do that because that's a it, it's hard to get it exactly right. Yep. Um, so there was one, some website hmm. that literally just posted all the possible combinations on that lock in order from easiest to hardest. So it started with all the one digit ones yep. and then it went to all the two digit ones and all the combinations and it literally just put them out in order from easiness to difficultness. So I went out there with my iPod and just started just playing music, just sitting there on, you know, the list on my phone, trying to keep guessing the combination, guessing the combination, got it open within a half hour. <sighs> yep. So, you know, I was out there another time with Verizon, which is next door, having the same thing. And I asked them about it. It's like, oh, yeah, no, we got the simplex lock there. But, you know, the door is alarmed and you have to send, a, you know, your service ID code to somebody else who will turn off the arm remote, you know, the alarm remotely. Otherwise, yep. if you open the door... <laughs> The police will automatically be called. That's good. Yeah. Because the lock isn't actually designed to keep anyone out. No. Not really, no. Like I said, it took me a half hour, and I was I was on the the end of the four digit codes by the time I stumbled upon the opening code. Yeah. So now I got to find out how to reprogram it without having the key. Um, That's a little harder. Yeah. Of course, if you can get it open. Yes. No, that would be the other thing is I'm just going to take it off the door from the inside. Yeah. And, and then, then you can get to the back of it, and then I'll manually reprogram it to a five digit code that includes pushing two of the buttons at the same time. Ooh. Of course, now I'll, that you've said that you should probably do something different you know how many five digit codes there are including two pushing two of the buttons at the same time uh so if is that considered one of the digits is two at the same time uh let's see so if if i put in the code like one two three four one and five is that is that considered a five digit code when two or more buttons are pushed simultaneously order does not matter uh, let's see somebody did the math on this Permutations, notation, three-button lock, five-button simplex lock. I mean, the answer is a lot. Like, a lot. Because uh, it's going to be at least five to the fifth power. Assuming there are five buttons on it. Yeah, there are five buttons. So it's at least five to the fifth power. Yes. And then if you're including, so it's one, two, three, four. If you use five, four, seven, if you use four eight, buttons, it's nine, 375 eight. combinations. He does not have, he had a whole thing on there. Five to the fourth times ten. So what's 5 to the 4th, 25, so it's 6,250 combinations. Yes, so... Hey, come on, you asked and I answered. I know, I know, yeah. I so. did the math! You you did do the math. So yes, no, if I if I used all five buttons and the multi-push combinations, then yes, I could yeah. have a serious... Now that's, that's only if you use one multi-push. If you use all five as multi-push buttons, it will you are only, looking at 10 to the fifth power. Um, yeah, but I think the buttons are already used if you push it you push both of them i think you can still only push them once what hold on let me wait so you can't repeat a number i don't think so oh that that cuts it down a lot (laughs) holy crap that is not 6250 that is a significantly lower number then if you can't Um, reuse them 1082 possible combinations yeah you can't reuse a number i do not believe so crap yeah change the lock put something better on (laughs) Well, there's nothing really of importance in there right now. There are a couple of filing cabinets with non-sensitive information and a couple of tables out there. Okay. We were talking about frogs. Yes. <laughs> and somehow we got to lock. 
Uh, yeah, I call the police. Classic rubber frog appears on my car. I'm calling the police, especially if it's every car in the neighborhood. Yeah, no, that's that's somebody. I feel like that's somebody trying to do a weird flash mob. But but they got into my house. Like yeah. I don't I don't lock the door between the garage and the house. No, because your garage is the. Granted, right. you know, if I had an attached garage, I probably would lock the door between the garage and the house. Because like yeah. I said, I don't know how old our garage door opener is. Well, you could also just replace your garage door opener with something newer and better. Yes, I probably could, but then, <laughs> yeah, that probably would be the best option. I mean, I, I had to because my old garage door opener stopped working. Mm. The motor died. Oh, excuse me. All right, we're, we're probably done, right? Yes. Okay, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.